Okay, this is going to be a bit confusing for you fans of Fofop. My name is Justin Hamilton. I am one of the guests with Limo on Will Anderson's podcast. And the reason I'm giving you this intro is because Will, as you may know from Tofop, uh, is, to be fair, uh, not unlike me, not a boffin when it comes to things that require stuff that was made in the 21st century. And he has brought a whole lot of new uh, microphone equipment and he has his uh, computer ready and he's going he's gonna blow off the shackles of Tofop and get everything right. So anyway, two hours later, <laughs> Limo, Will and I have been sitting here trying not to talk because we're trying to save stories for you to record on his new fangdangled uh, equipment. Anyway, we're talking into an iPod with a little microphone, and please enjoy this edition of Fofop, hashtag, will it ever start? (laughs) I wish I I was a technical expert, because sitting here watching Will trying to fix this would be like, I don't know, watching, in what culture do men not wear pants? Like a Fijian, like, let's say you went to Fiji 200 years ago yeah. and gave a man a pair of pants. Yeah, or if Todd McKenney started in civilization. <laughs> like if Todd McKenney went on like a Kentucky tour and got off on an island, <laughs> fell over, lost his pants, and just went, ah, fuck it. I've got to, I've got to, I can't get back to Australia again with no pants. I've got to, for some reason, Malcolm Fraser's here. It's a very good Australian political joke for people who want to Google that incident, uh, and he started his own uh, civilization. Yeah, uh, the Dancing with the Stars gay uh, judge, pantsless gay judge, has decided I'm going to start my own civilization. So no one on my island wears pants. <laughs> and then after a couple of hundred years, he gave someone pants, and they just stared at them, didn't know what to do. Yeah. and that would look ridiculous to you. Yes, as we were trying to sort this out, would look as... ridiculous to someone who is technically proficient. Or in uh, in, in other jargon, uh, anyone who is uh, over fifteen. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's like watching it's like watching but under 30 <laughs> it's like it's literally like watching a monkey try to use tools for the first time yeah if he keeps doing this for a thousand years he might <laughs> record the works of Shakespeare I've literally I've, all, I've literally written a, a sequel to Romeo and Juliet by accident just trying to get the microphone working. so are you telling me if, if we had a thousand I wrote Romeo and Juliet first yeah someone said oh that's already been done I Ah, awkward. So I just wrote Chromeo and Juliet uh, based on the recording artist from the late 90s. Oh, my computer's starting again. And if you uh, recognise the sound of that computer starting, yes, we wouldn't mind some sponsorship. Yeah. So anyway, we're trying not to talk about Lima getting engaged because we thought that would be a really good uh, topic for the podcast, but I'm not sure that we're actually going to get to record a podcast. So, Lima, tell me uh, about getting engaged. Well, I... Like, did you think you would get engaged, like, literally in your life? Because I've known you for a long time and you've always had girlfriends. Yeah. Like, you're a girlfriend's guy. Yeah. And there's been times over the years where I imagine you've, like, been in a relationship and thought, is this going to be, you know, my... You know, am I going to get married to this person? Have you thought it before? I, with all due respect to all of my ex-girlfriends... You don't have to give them due respect. You're engaged to a new person. In fact, (laughs) if anything, basically that's your free pass. That is my free pass. Even if you loved other people, even if you had great other relationships, once you get engaged to a new person, you are actually just legally able to go, they were all rubbish. They were all shithouses. And I'd also like to add that uh, knowing a lot of your ex-girlfriends, they're not going out of their way to listen to this. Yeah. (laughs) 
<laughs> although they are young enough to understand how to set up my new podcast. <laughs> oh, the irony. So, if only they were listening, we could get this on the road. In fact, they may listen to this before they ever get to listen to anything on these, so if you have any advice, <laughs> please find for us. You're going to hear what I'm doing wrong for my typing, because you probably can. You're young enough to just hear me typing in the background. You're like, ah, he's pushing that button. Why does he keep doing control on delete at the end of everything that he does? So, um, I'd never um, considered proposing to or getting thought about getting married to any Mexican girl. So Kelly was the first. But you had had um, pressure from your folks. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, Mum's been asking me. I dated a girl in year eleven for two weeks. <laughs> Mum said, "When are you getting married?" Yeah. And she said that about that girl for the next twenty-two years. <laughs> so always that girl. They always come home. What about Karen? She was nice. Yeah. <laughs> she's now married with four kids. Well, is she? Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> yeah, she, she, she is at the moment. <laughs> Proves she fucks. Yeah. It was weird. That your mum kept saying that. Proves she fucks. Yeah, yeah. Every time she had a new kid, your mum would send you a photo. <laughs> Proves she fucks. <laughs> Get back in here. It's a ready-made family. You've wasted 22 years. You could have been raising kids. Someone, exactly. She's gone and had some, so you don't even have to stick your dick in them. <laughs> you can just read them. Yeah. Just give them the surname. Yeah. I reckon you'd be a good stepdad. Well, you would have been if you ever decided to do that, which you're not yeah. doing yeah. now. Unless the uh, kid was like a 16-year-old hot daughter. Well, then <laughs> it's, it's only bad for a year. I didn't mean you'd go I've there, but have... she would have hot friends. Yeah, I've seen the movie. Yeah. Doesn't end well. Um, so I've never thought about that before until Kelly. So we had been together for about two years and I thought, yeah, I would like to uh, definitely spend the rest of my life with her. So why don't I propose? Here's the thing, though. I and Kelly, we had had this conversation about marriage and decided that what there's no point in getting married. Because what really? Marriage doesn't really add much to a relationship, does it? Right? However... I believe, and have always believed, that the most romantic moment that a couple can have is a proposal of marriage. Here's the irony. Yeah. Because a proposal is a private, well, mostly private moment. They should do a fucking flash mob and put on YouTube. Um, That's become a competition too, hasn't it? Like, that has yeah. actually just gone. I, I'm not even going to bother doing anything romantic because unless I can get all my friends at the yes. wedding to do a fucking choreographed dance number that we've worked on for nine months. That's what weddings are now. Uh, you can uh, work on the napkins and the catering. Yeah. I'm doing the choreography. I've, I've got Cy in and we are Gangnam styling this yeah. entire thing. Oh, there have got to be women who are disappointed that their husband didn't. Do a flash mob, <laughs> you know. There would mob. be, you know, like all he did was get yeah. down on one knee. He took me on a gondola and uh, <laughs> and uh, and proposed to me in a language that I never knew he could speak. But where's the bit where he shakes his hip? <laughs> where's, the, where's the flash mobs? But those, the pro- flash mob proposals. Remember, there was a big one last year. It was all the neighbours, and it was in the street, and she was sitting in the back of a car. They were driving away down the street, and it was pretty impressive. But my first thought was, how the fuck did all those friends, family, and neighbours keep it a secret yeah. through all the rehearsals and everything, and the bride-to-be didn't get a sniff of it? Yeah. I mean, if the husband's ever having an affair, <laughs> all, all the close friends of her are going to be great at covering that up. <laughs> like, he will get away with that for years. People are like, well, we should keep it a secret. Like we did the Macarena at the wedding. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> Macarena. Oh, just... <clears throat> anyway... 
So I uh, decided, so we thought, not only to get married, but I thought it would be very romantic to propose. So we were going to South Africa for safari at Christmas time. And so I thought I'd propose there. So I got a, I bought a diamond, but not a ring. Right. So she could design the ring herself. Because I knew that I would not buy something that she liked. By the way, that's Will uh, testing the the expensive mic for his uh, new sound system. He wasn't suddenly a member of the Jets and doing a flash mob for this story. I was like, no, I just like to appreciate his story, uh, Lemo's story. It's like I'm in a jazz club. Like he's doing some sort of beat poetry and I'm just like, yeah, man, I hear. So, uh, So I thought I'd propose while on safari. So I've had, so I've got the diamond. We get over to South Africa. We check into this lodge called the Ebony Lodge in uh, Kruger National Park. We get there in the morning. Which is nice because uh, Ebony Lodge is also the stripper I've got you for your bucks. (laughs) She's fantastic. She's She's, really good. Yeah, She's dark-skinned. That's that's where the nickname Ebony comes from. And that's not racist because she came up with it herself. It was her idea. And it's the the only stripper I've ever seen with subtext. Right. And Lodge because uh, she loves to be inserted with... No, anyway. There was something about logs and wood that I was going for there. I felt like there was no way I was going to get that out without sounding horrible. So, back to the computer. <laughs> so when Ebony Lodge turns up on the invite, yeah. I can just say to Curl, "Yeah, it's a it's reference. A it's, yeah. a tri- it's a tribute. It's a reference to yeah. the thing. Yeah. It's Ebony not. Lodge. It's not a stripper who's going to lodge something. A tax yeah. return. A ta- yes. That's what she does. As a tribute to your days <laughs> as an accountant. <laughs> While she strips, she. <laughs> this is the weird thing she does. She's the best stripper of all time because here's what she does. You grab all your receipts from the previous year yes. and you insert them in her vagina, right? Then she does a little dance yep. and then your tax return comes out. <laughs> I'll tell you what, in all seriousness, how's that for a fucking business model though? Yeah. Someone, an accountant, a qualified accountant, yeah. Who strips yeah. during the consultation? How much would you pay for that, and how much would you ignore the shit accounting work if that was a service available to well, you? Well, it's like the nudie um, cleaners. <laughs> like no one's booking a nudie cleaner based on what's a nudie. I've never. Well, you know, people do cleaning in the nude. No, that's a thing. Get the fuck. Yeah, so you can get really? a cleaner that cleans in lingerie or in the nude. Limo suddenly realising he, he really proposed just a bit what? too soon. I feel like it's more an American thing. Like it's a bit of a tradition in America. Really? It's like a thing. You know, you get the nude cleaners. But no one. Here's the thing. No one's recommending you a nude cleaner based on the quality of their cleaning. <laughs> Like, no one's like, she looks terrible naked, to be honest. But she does such a good job with the bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> Her answer to everything is, I'm naked. You missed a bit over there, I'm naked. I'm naked. Yeah. You can see my vagina. You're not even dusting. I'm, I'm bent over. I'm bent over. And I'm naked. That's what you're paying for. That's why it's $95 an hour. It's not because I bring my own broom. <laughs> <laughs> if this comedy thing doesn't work out, yeah. I reckon we might have something in there. Uh, men, though, with anything with, with naked, like, do you know what I mean? Like, any yeah. job. Doesn't matter what it is in your life. If you're like, I have to do something today, particularly yeah. if it was like, I mean, you know, Bunnings gets blokes in on Sunday morning <laughs> with like a, a, a sausage sizzle, right? Yeah. But realistically, 
if Bunnings didn't have to worry about what society thought and, and didn't think they would you know, be in the newspapers, it would just be a nude chick. The people who worked at Bunnings, that ad where there's like the thousand of them on the ad all talking about how good it is to work at Bunnings, they'd just be nude. And yeah. you know the ad Maybe in the ad they'd be like strategically placed with like Bunnings items, like they had plungers on their boobs or like, you know. Now, you know what the ad would be? It'd be a guy walking into Bunnings and finds one of those assistants and says, excuse me, in what aisle are the stripper poles? <laughs> They're in every aisle! <laughs> and then you pan out to see a stripper pole with a stripper in every aisle. <laughs> Man, I, was, I would suddenly have so much interest in building a pagola. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you know, you'd have the strippers in the stripper aisle. Uh, <laughs> and you'd have the girls with ladders in their stockings in the ladder aisle. And in the screw aisle... <laughs> <laughs> Gives a whole new meaning to handyman. Christmas bonbons. Yes, I'm running Christmas bonbons. Uh, so I'm getting a force update. You're right. <laughs> so I'm sorry. Oh, you're reading off the computer. In the context, that I was. Yeah. It said force updates. I was like, I'm going to force the updates. Yeah, I feel like it's not updated. Force updates does sound like something that there should be a debate about whether comedians can talk about force updates. <laughs> Because at Bunnings, it'd be a faucet update. Oh, yeah. There we go. There we go. Christmas bonbons. And so... (laughs) Oh, are you sure that you want to force all firmware to be updated? Oh, hello. Hello, Hello, Micah. Carry on computer. (laughs) (laughs) I haven't written a Shakespeare, but I have written a very funny (laughs) carry on movie. (laughs) (laughs) Carry on computer. (laughs) Carry on updated for 2013. No, it'd be I I carry on. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> I carry on 6.9. Hey. Hey. Um, <laughs> so, the, uh, so we check into this lodge uh, in the morning, Christmas Eve, and then in the afternoon we go on safari, right? So they take us out in this open-top vehicle and there's five of us in the vehicle. And it's fucking amazing. Of course it... Sorry. <laughs> so it seems to... I told it to force it, but it doesn't seem to be forcing it. Oh. It's like mm. we, I can't find... The Duet uh, USB firmware updater. Oh, no, they can't find the Jewish USB. And here's the mm. thing, Lever. Yeah. Here's where they can find it. Right here, next to the fucking computer. <laughs> plugged into the computer. That's where they should it find is, it. It's plugged in. It man. is plugged in. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I did feel like a bit of a cunt. When no, no, you're allowed to say that. that. But you're totally allowed to say that, man. And that's all I've Yeah. But it found it before. It needs to be hot plugged. Excuse me? No, oh, hello. It needs to be hot plugged. Carry on. <laughs> this, this thing's right in itself. Yeah. Um, Is it in the wrong plug? Well, hey! It needs to be hot plugged. Hey. <laughs> Seriously, we're just reading dialogue off my computer now. <laughs> All right. Uh, is it in the wrong hole? There's only two holes that can go in. Yeah. And Are you sure there's only two? Yeah. And the only uh, this morning when it was all working, mm. that it would only go in one hole. Right. So I went, well, I'll plug it in that mm. hole again. But before when it wasn't working, I tried the other hole. And the other, yeah, I know, you're doing the same thing that we all do. Because you look at that one that looks like it it's not plugged, plugged in. in fully. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I know. Yeah. We've also, all gone through that. If there is, like, if you're making a thing that's really, really hard, like, to use <laughs> and doesn't work the same every time, yeah. here's what you shouldn't do have a plug on it that looks like it's not plugged in. Because everyone's first thing that they will do is check that plug. But there's probably someone at the Apogee factory who's laughing their fucking ass off at that. <laughs> All right, sorry. Continue. Um, so we're going to, we're going to Safari and uh, it's like 
you know, we see these four lions that uh, walk right past our van. We see a rhino with a baby rhino. We see all these, uh, like about 200 buffalo just uh, getting into this water hole. Yeah, we see freaking giraffe, zebras, everything, right? We see a leopard. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah, the drummer. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I'm hearing what we said. <laughs> They're like, hey, leopard. Hey, leopard. Hey, pour some sugar on me. I only had one. <laughs> only had one pour. One pour. <laughs> With a deaf leopard drummer? Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there we go. Oh, so, <laughs> yeah. uh, so uh, hot pluggy is also known as hot swapping for anyone who's playing along on what I'm doing at the same time. <laughs> Remember, I've now Googled hot plugging. Hot yeah. plugging and what I have to do. Remember, hot, hot swapping. I'm sure if you Googled hot swapping, I bet you get a few saucy options before that thing comes that up. would help. Yeah. That's before why they've got hot plugging, I think. Yeah. And remember, if you are 15 and listening to this, please write soon. Yeah. <laughs> right. Hot plugging just means changing your, your plug, basically. All oh, right. Right. Without rebooting. So I've hot plugged. Right, okay. Right. In front Ooh. of us. Would you like to use... Oh, yes, yes, I would. <laughs> oh, hello. Mm-hmm. It's progress. Mm-hmm. See? Hot plugging. Mm-hmm. Don't, turn, don't turn your nose up at a hot plug. No. no. <laughs> Next no. time someone offers you a hot plugging. <laughs> <laughs> All my firmware's up to date. <laughs> Keep you your go. mind open. So. All right. Okay. Great. That's, that's not a bad thing that... Uh... No. Our All right, so it's pretty fucking rad. There's lots of animals there. She says to me, as we're going back to the lodge, she goes, "This, what an incredible day. This has been one of the best days of my life. Unbelievable. And Curl, my partner, you've got to understand, is the animal lover of animal lovers. Like, and, you know, like she sponsors freaking cows at an animal shelter and rabbits and or, and donates money to all these so she's an animal like a lover can I um, ask you a question just while yes. we're talking about sponsoring things yeah um, I sponsored a kid for a while and then uh, we <laughs> I'm moved. right here <laughs> and, uh, it's called support <laughs> and uh, it's 10 to 20 minutes each night <laughs> it is kind of like that I give you a certain amount of money and in return yeah. you write me a comical letter yeah. that you perform every night before I go on stage and a picture of a well that I made <laughs> I imagine if well. I did that like next year on my tour they're like oh we thought just and Hamilton would be here, but it was just like four African kids yeah. <laughs> carrying water on their heads. <laughs> it's cheaper, and I feel like I'm ch- changing people's lives. Yeah. Meanwhile, Rebecca Gibney's making an ad for Justin. Yeah. <laughs> this guy can't. Please make give generously. <laughs> this You're poor guy. Comedy club with flies all over your face. <laughs> Yeah, but how, how could you pick the difference between Justin and basically any other hipster within a four-mile radius? Yeah, everyone's walking around your neighbourhood because you're in a hipster neighbourhood. They're like, oh, my God, I need a fly beard. Yeah. <laughs> That's what people are wearing in this. Oh, my God, I'm a freegan. I'm already eating out of dumpsters, so I might as well get a, a beard of flies. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? I'm going to beard because I thought, you know, I would because I'm lazy and I've Got a bit of spare time. Yeah, it's fun to do now and again. I've noticed how the how many people in this area have beards. We're in the we're in Fitzroy in yeah. Melbourne. I swear, I've you struggle to find clean shaven dudes. Yeah, well, uh, look at some of our sportsmen. That's starting to infect there yeah. as well. <laughs> I know Mo- Moses Enriquez, 
who plays for New South Wales yes. was sporting like a proper porn star mo for like but not a, like an old school ironic porn star mo but literally yeah. just a mo that made him look like he was running <laughs> drugs or doing porn yeah. Yeah. and I was like he's just doing that <clears throat> he's young and he can yeah. and he can yeah. that's well, what happens when good. things <clears throat> happen ironically they become ironically uh, which is uh, remember the TV series Ab Fab? Yeah. And the, the the two main characters talk in a very specific way because they're making fun of those types of people, and then people would start mimicking that voice and do it seriously without realizing the irony. The irony, <laughs> yes. <clears throat> like Captain Kim. Yes. Same same. Um. So uh, yeah. So she has a great day, right? I think this is perfect. I'm going to put a little... I'll put a diamond-shaped cherry on top of her already perfect day when we get back to the lodge. So we get back there. It's about 7.30. It's been a pretty long day, and she's hungry, right? She tells me the way back. She goes, I'm starving. Can't wait to get up to the restaurant, which apparently is a really nice restaurant. Yeah. So we get back to the room, and I think, right, this is what will happen. I'll say, let's have a wine on our balcony, because we have this balcony that overlooked this incredible river running through Kruger National Park. It's like hippos in the river... Elephants would come down to the river, and there's like monkeys in a tree nearby. It's perfect, right? Who so has managed to work out podcasting equipment well before? I yeah, have. well, they've come down for a break because yeah. they've been recording a whole lot of podcasts and they're exhausted. Yeah, you're probably listening to their podcast at the moment instead of this. Uh, the other thing I was going to say was I love when you just said we'll go and have a wine on the balcony because it made it sound like you were literally just going to go outside and go that red is not quite as good as that. This is bullshit. Yeah. There's only four monkeys over there. They said there'd be more than that. Yeah. <laughs> so. So we get back there. So I say to her, hey, um, hey, let's go sit on the balcony and have a drink. She goes, you're kidding, I'm starving. Let's go, we want to go out to dinner. I said, no, just come out on the balcony for a while. She goes, balcony will still be there tomorrow. I'm hungry, let's go and have dinner. I'm like, right, I've got to get her out on the balcony to propose. Uh, so I say, hey, I want to show you something on the balcony. All right. And I'd picked out, I had this little speech prepared, even a side background music, right? Oh, I, need, okay. I need to point out, by the way, also that we have friends, uh, and uh, I won't mention their names because in case they... But anyway, friends yeah. who are married, who... Uh, it was Sculptures by the Sea, which is this like, big outdoor sculptures thing they had oh, yeah. in Bondi in Sydney. And he proposed to her at, at night near the sculptures for Sculptures of the yeah, Sea because right. he thought it would be really romantic. But again... Yeah. He had to lure her down. She's like, oh, I don't want to take off my shoes. And, like, he's in, the, like, the wet sand because it's going to be all romantic and stuff. So he eventually has to say, come over here. I've got something to show you, much yeah. like you. And she said to him, which I thought was brilliant because yeah. it actually summed up how well she knew him. Yeah. She goes, is it your cock? <laughs> <laughs> Turns out it wasn't. So, I reckon there would be there are thousands of stories of blokes trying to lure women into unnatural, Cars. awkward <laughs> situations yeah. to try and propose. Peter Hellier has a very funny story as well that culminated in his girlfriend at the time accusing him of not liking her parents because he was trying to lure her to somewhere away from them yeah. so he could propose to them. Wow. Um, but I'm sure everybody just about everybody. It's okay, he's married to someone else now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, um... So eventually I say, oh, I want to show... So I put the song on, which is Nick Cave's Breathless, which is a song we both love, and is playing in the background. 
And she has thought that that often Nick Cave's used as sort of romantic. Yeah, yeah. that's good. It's like it's good, yeah. good, good Nick Cave song. Yeah, I just want to depress you a little bit. Yeah. Lower your expectations. <laughs> and how, life, yeah. how good life can be. Yeah. <laughs> Prepare to get sad. Yeah. So I say, I'll come in the back and I want to show you something. She goes, what's wrong with you? And I said, just come out on the balcony. She goes, oh, is there a monkey out there? <laughs> she it turns out she was right. A monkey. <laughs> yeah. That will get someone out on a balcony, though. Yeah, it get, get me out on a balcony. Yeah. We got on the balcony. She goes, where's the monkey? I said, there's not a monkey. I said, just sit down here. So she sits down, and then I get down on bended knee. Yeah. And she goes, what are you doing? So then I start my little love speech. She goes, why are you saying this? Yeah. What's your... What's your problem? Why? What? What's gotten into you? Why are you doing? And I'm so she keeps interrupting, so I abandon the love speech. Oh, then she says, "Are you testing material?" Because <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why this you should. It's too personal. It's way too soppy. Yeah. And why are you saying things like bended knee? Yeah. Seriously, like you're just on your knee. Of course, it's bent. The only way that you are on your knee is if your knee is bent. Unless, it's a completely redundant thing. Unless you are lying flat. Unless you're planking. In which case, you don't say that you are on your knee at all. You are lying down. It's a stupid expression. What are you talking about? Is this material for a new show? Where's my monkey? <laughs> I'm from- What's my fucking monkey? What are you doing you now? You promised me a fucking monkey. Please show me your cock. <laughs> if I did not see your cock or a monkey, <laughs> I'm leaving you. And ironically, she's now having a wine on the balcony. With a monkey. <laughs> so, I... So I Abandon the speech because I figure she's not gonna, she's not getting into this. So I pull the diamond out of my pocket, which is in a little case, and I present it to her and I say to her, "Will you marry me?" And she, and again, she goes, "What are you doing?" And she opens it up and looks at the diamond and says, "Are we on some sort of hidden camera thing? What? What is this?" And I said, you're, I'm, you, you're going to try to you know, claim the whole trip as a, for the project. Yeah. If I can just film one prank while we're here, then I can claim the whole trip. So your radio just, station hasn't got the whole "we don't do pranks anymore" memo yet. Yeah. Levi's got this great one to bring the prank back. <laughs> so, so I say to her, "I'm proposing to you," and she looks at the diamond, looks at me. And sees I'm quite exasperated. Yeah. And I've been trying really hard here. And she goes, and this is her exact, I quote exactly, this is her line. She goes, holy snapping duck shit, you're fucking serious. (laughs) (laughs) That was her line. Yeah, if you didn't want to marry her before. (laughs) And and she's since said to me that she's never in her life before ever used that expression. It's a great expression. But it came out there, holy snapping duck shit, you're fucking serious. And I said yes, and then she said, which I thought was the funniest line of the lot, because it had been over three minutes by now, and I know that because Breathless by Nick Cave runs for three minutes and 25 seconds, and it had finished, and we're on to the next song. Yeah. And... <laughs> Gain them stuff. She says... Uh, she goes, you're serious? I said, yes, I am. Will you marry me? And she goes, oh, of course. Of course I will. I was said, well, what the fuck was the last three minutes all about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> if the answer's of course. Yeah. Just great. I mean, you've gone to all that effort of getting her a genuine blood diamond in South Africa. <laughs> I spent the afternoon scraping yeah. the blood off the diamond. She's been there going, is this material? You're like, it wasn't before, but it is now. <laughs> <laughs> 
Exactly. <laughs> oh, fuck. So she said yes. Oh, well, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, yeah, that's a good answer. Did you feel like there was any doubt that she was going to say yes, or with the whole time you were pretty, pretty I was, confident? Had you spoken about it before? We had... See, I was kind of misleading... Because we'd had conversations about never getting married. Yeah. Because we'd always thought, well, what's the... What's the point? What's the yeah. point of getting married? But I'd always loved the romance of a proposal. Yeah. So when I was proposing, she was confused because she in her head was thinking, well, we've talked about marriage and yeah. we've said we don't ever want to get married. And, and we're happy with that. Yeah. And since you love the romance of the proposal, hopefully in your <laughs> next marriage, you will get that. <laughs> I thought you, should, you should marry heaps of people. You could like literally get to propose to each other. Yeah. You'll do it on behalf of other men, whether they want it or not. So comes with its very own blood diamond. Yeah. I'm uh, about to go overseas, or well, by the time people hear this, maybe I am overseas. Yeah. Uh, oh, well, no, I am. I'm definitely overseas. Right. I'm living in a day and a half. There is no way I'm working out the miracle of how this shit works yeah. in a day and a half. Um, but uh, two of my uh, uh, mates are getting married for the second time around while I'm away, and I'm going to uh, miss the weddings. And it, oh, really? It's like one of those things where you're like, I, I'm really kind of sad to miss the weddings because they're. You know, two of my really, yeah. really good friends, but I couldn't fly back. I've got work at the same time. And uh, and there, there was another party and I was like, oh, is that fucking second? <laughs> you know, exactly. I was at the first one. Well, how long have they been married Like, I bought you presents for the first yeah. one. Yeah. You're going around a second time. I haven't even got married at all yet. Is this just a cheap <laughs> attempt to update household items? Yeah. yeah. How long have they been married for? <laughs> uh... uh well, b- both of them kind of were, were, got married for about four or five years. They're a bit different, but, you know, just like they were, they were married for, like, you know, that, that right. amount of time. And then... And, and now then, they're getting married again. No, no, different. Two, sorry, oh, two different... Oh, I thought they were having their own second marriage. You know, some people get married oh, again. No, 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 no. To reaffirm no, no, their my, love. My and... friends are, like, literally, they've oh. been divorced and are getting married for the second time yeah, to different right. people. Yeah, right, okay. Yeah. Ah. So for them, it's first time around for yes. that one. Okay, Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. It was just someone updating their house. Fuck that. I've got work. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm not even sending a text message for that. <laughs> Seriously. Is that really a thing? Don't fucking rub it in. You found someone. Be happy with that. Yeah, yeah. Don't be like, we're so happy with this. <laughs> we're going to fucking rub it in your face all the time. Good on you. It worked. You've upped the stats. Half of a dozen. Whatever. Okay. Move on. <laughs> uh, so, um, so do you think you'll get married again? This one doesn't work. <laughs> Just for the romance. I'm stressing out about an engagement party, let alone a freaking wedding. So then the uh, do, you, do, you, do you do you really need to do an engagement party? Yeah, I think so. I think so That's because you know stuff. you know why I really want to do an engagement party is because <laughs> I reckon this guy here. I reckon you can have a big as yeah we said a big fun engagement party yeah. and invite heaps of people. Oh uh, yeah, and then, and then after cult. that, if you do decide to have a really small wedding. At least you've had shared the joy at an engagement party. Yeah, yeah right. With loads of people. So, uh... I'm never getting married. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Judging by that sentence. Or maybe or we'll question. end up... See, I thought, oh, maybe we'll, we'll have a 10-year engagement or something. But now Curl has really warmed to the idea of... Yeah. Actually, getting married. It's interesting. I have seen that many well, times. Once you proposed to her, she, yeah. Yeah. And she said yes. She's she like, 
Hang on, maybe I'm into this. Yeah, maybe, yeah, maybe I do it's, like this. It's funny over the That's years. That's like somebody going, oh, I just bought a car. I probably should get into driving. Yeah. <laughs> Give it a crack. I mean, I've just signed the lease. <laughs> Verbal agreement, but a contract's a contract. You know, we work in an industry where you just got to trust people. Uh, I've seen it over the years. Uh, you know, very modern people. Uh, <laughs> we were still testing the sound. Still, still going. Uh, over the years, uh, finding it quite amazing that the most modern of couples that I know really slot into those cliches as soon as it's decided they're going to get married like mm. loads loads of my female friends mm. have gone nuts and yeah. loads of the men have had a nervous breakdown like the yeah. cliche yeah yeah and that's that's exactly what it is curl my partner like she's not really she's not dreaming about this huge white wedding with 200 people there you know what i mean yeah. she would be i think she would be happy with like 20 people yeah you know, just family, few friends. So basically, that'll be two of her friends and the Hawthorne Football Club. <laughs> <laughs> I will send an open invitation to the Hawthorne Football Club. <clears throat> well, the, the top, the first twenty-two. Yeah, not everyone on the list. Yeah. <laughs> so there's I'll, chuck in- a, I'll chuck a rookie in. Yeah, something. yeah. There's your incentive to play well, boys. <laughs> <laughs> you could get a flag to the wedding. Yes. <laughs> <clears throat> so, um, so we'll wait and see what happens on the. Uh, on the wedding front, but um, but yeah, proposals are a weird one. There's we spoke about the flash mobs and the uh, and the big public proposals. Mm. You know, I love the fails, the public proposals. Oh yeah, there's the one the, at the, the sporting event. There's the great one at the basketball. Yeah, have you seen that one on YouTube? Yeah. Where it's halftime and it's brilliant because the commentators commentate it. So it's your classic American sports commentators. Oh, here we go, Jerry. He's, uh, she, oh, he's getting down on, oh, wow. Gee, you could never say no in this situation, could you? No, not in a million years. Oh, this is so sweet. What if she did say no? That wouldn't happen to me. I've been with my wife 20 years. Yeah. I'm like, you know, all this banter, and the guys are great. And then the bloke bends down, and the girl whispers in his ear and says no, and walks off, and the commentators can't believe it. They go, oh, wow, this is going to take him a while to recover from this one. Oh. And the mascot's rubbing his eyes. Oh, it's the mascot that makes me laugh. <laughs> It's got like fake crying. <laughs> or know, real crying not, for a not mascot. A, not the time. Yeah. Not the time. You would prefer a mascot that slinks off <laughs> and, at that point. And as the girl was walking off, the mascot kind of throws his arms out as if to say, what are you doing? Yeah. What are you doing? How can you do this? Surely you can just say yes and, yeah. uh, and then show that you were Barley's when you said it. <laughs> so you didn't mean it. Uh, and then there's, well, how's Tom Cruise, right? Because you think, if you think of the core, the cheesiest wedding proposal you can think of, what would it be? Uh, cheesiest? Yeah. Uh, hot air balloon ride. Hot air balloon ride? Right? Yeah, yeah, maybe uh, violinist oh. at a restaurant. Yeah, yeah. What about what about glo- oh, think globally? Um, oh. You go out to dinner and you get the uh, person at the restaurant to put the diamond ring in the food. And then they swallow it. Mikey uh, yeah. hijinks ensue. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, well, Tom Cruise proposed to Katie Holmes at the Eiffel Tower. Oh. And you think you've got money? 
Yeah, but you've got access yeah. and you've got fucking scriptwriters. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But Come on. he was abseiling when he did it. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> he he abseiled from the top. He scaled that by hand. Yeah. She, she went up the top on the elevator <laughs> and she, <laughs> he climbed up the side. And she sat there for an hour and ten minutes and when he got to the top he said, will you marry me? <laughs> <laughs> he jumped out of a plane on a bungee cord yeah. and just shouted at her as she was on the top and then flung back up into the plane. Yeah, he threw it at her and it just landed on her finger. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah. He actually put a diamond in the desert that they could see from the Eiffel Tower. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, anyway, well, that worked out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, that's, that's, so that went well. You know, the the thing that I'm interested in is, you know, I, I know uh, you're still good friends with a lot of the guys that you went to uni with, yeah. and you're, I'm pretty certain you're pretty much the last one to get married. So yeah. what what has and I I know those guys can be pretty flip with their sense of humour. Yeah. Have, have they? Embrace you as finally joining the party, or has there been a lot of shit? Uh, it's been it's been a mixture of the two. Yeah, a mixture. So there's been uh, there's been a lot of oh well done, good on you, you know, we're in the club. And there's also been a bit of you know, uh, uh, how how many years is this one going to be for? Yeah, <laughs> when's the divorce? Yep. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, what's the wedding day? When's the divorce? Who's the day? unlucky girl? Yep. You know, when does she matriculate from school? Yep. Yeah, <laughs> all the standards. <laughs> all the standards. <laughs> you could have, you could have like bingo. You could have got like a bingo exactly. card. You just click them off as you go Here's by. The Twenty yeah, potential yeah. responses. <laughs> yeah, Let's and then see. and then you get the second card for when like you, uh, you get pregnant for the first time, and it's always like, oh, do you know who the dad is? Standard bloke material. Oh, you yeah. never get told. Like it's not like you ever get sat down by your dad and he goes, "Here's the birds and the bees." And by the way, here's the eight things you say to your mates when they get married. But you just but you know, know they're just inherent. They, they just come out. And I I hate myself for the number of times that I, when someone said their partner was pregnant, that I said. Uh, do you know who the real dad is? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I only stopped saying that about five years ago. Yeah. <laughs> and it was, it, and I, it was only about five years ago that I got disappointed in you. <laughs> like I, but I reckon, I reckon you can do those lines and yeah. get away with them if you do them in a way that the person knows that you're doing a line. Like, you know that it's yeah, cheesy yeah, yeah, and you're yeah, owning yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Like, you, you know, you could imagine someone saying it thinking no one had ever said that before and it would not be funny. But from you, that would make me laugh. Yeah. Also, yeah, I'd yeah. wonder who I'd got pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of like the old man version of uh, hipsters being racist. Yeah. You know, they just say racist shit. And, but no, it's ironic. It's the way I say it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, right, I thought it was just racist. It's <laughs> not pretty racist, to be honest. <laughs> I'm not sure you know what irony is. Hipster. Does being a hipster just give you a free pass? So, oh, you can, so you can do whatever. Just go, hey, look at me. Well, according to hipsters, I mean, who wants a bad? I mean, like you know, a hipster is kind of, I guess, a, a pejorative. of like that. It you know, it's become <clears> this sort of thing that like there's heaps of cool people, you know, like the, you know those things that they love the things that I love. You know, these are cool people with cool. You know, they know where the trendy place in town to go mm. is. They know where the you know the coolest band in town is playing. Sort of idea. Yeah. And so this, I, there's something I like in that, you know. Yeah, I want to yeah. know where the cool new restaurant is. I want to know if there's some cool, yeah. you know, pop-up art thing that's happening or whatever. Yeah. You know, you want to be able to go to that sort of thing. But then it becomes a brand in itself. Mm. Like, you know, um, uh, you know, someone was telling me about Williamsburg, you know, which is kind of home oh. of the hipster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they said it was basically it's just... Brooklyn. 
Yeah, I, yeah. well, Williamsburg, I mean, Williamsburg's in Brooklyn. Yeah, right? is that right? Yeah, it's an area. It's an area. Yeah, in Brooklyn. Yeah, yeah, cool. So, um, and that was like your original hipster sort of ground zero. Mm. It was the guy uh, coughing on Gwyneth Paltrow's food at the end of Contagion. Like <laughs> the hipsters, the first guy who just went, "I can make my own bicycle and grow a beard." And some other person went, "Oh, that does seem like a good thing to do. <laughs> yeah. I'll do that." Yeah, and I then mean, there's the guy in Mad Men with the beard mm. who lives in Brooklyn. And he's like a hipster. Yeah. Right. But he's got the beard, he dates the black girl. Yeah. Uh, and he's kind of, yeah, yeah, beatnik type. Yeah. yeah. So, well, that culture, so they say that Williamsburg now is just filled with uh, a bunch of people who are pretending to be like what the people who now can't afford to live in Williamsburg were before they moved out. Like, yeah. that is, like, it's essentially yeah. a bunch of people yeah. like, are we. We want to pretend to be what you actually yeah, yeah, were, yeah. where you did it, in a way that means that you can't afford to live there anymore. Yeah. You actually have to go and live somewhere else because you've been replaced by richer versions yeah. of people pretending you, to be what you were. It's uh, <laughs> it's a cruel, cruel world. It's uh, Eddie Vedder seeing expensive <clears throat> denim jackets made so uh, models can wear on the catwalk. That's right, yeah, because that whole grunge culture was about, like, you know, $12 flannelette yeah. T-shirts and blue singlets. And they and... dressed that way because it was cold. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's right. They were in yeah. Seattle, and then it was like, yeah. They were just like, we'll have some coffee, <laughs> yes. uh, and then it'll rain a lot, <laughs> yeah. and then we'll go and see that giant fish yeah. uh, market thing, and then that's it. We're done. So, <laughs> <laughs> so um, uh, yeah, so hipsters, I don't think themselves are, are terrible. I think that, but this, like, it's become synonymous with a certain yeah. type of person who's just like I'm I'm gonna grow a beard now because that's the trendy thing to do yeah mm. but and it, but it means then when you try to grow a beard like because I'm a bit like you on the time when you're not you know you don't have a television camera yeah. or whatever I'm like I'm gonna grow a beard and this year is about the first time I've ever been able to grow a really decent beard and I was about to say I don't really remember you being uh no, well, a, a professional beard grower. I can be, especially compared to you, who can shave at lunchtime and then at one o'clock be like, "Oh my yeah. god, I should have a shave." Yeah. If, <laughs> if, if any girls out there want to make out with me, you've yeah. got a fifteen-minute window yeah. of shaving. That's right. Before I will get all Dexter on your face. In fact, the weird thing is that Justin has had to master this technique where he's shaving half his face while you're making out with the other yeah. half. Can you move to the left? You swap to the other side. Seriously. And he keeps going. Yeah. He can only do it in a continuous pattern. Yeah. In fact, he's inventing a razor that goes around a woman. Woman's lips. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so we make you out. actually shave right. yeah. Justin Wilde. Yeah, a lot of people mock those razor ads, you know, with their seven blades and stuff, but yeah. eventually when they have 27 different blades, Justin yeah. will finally be able to have a smooth face. I'm so excited. <laughs> um, I uh, am not that, uh, as you well know. Uh, I've never had to shave or wax my chest because uh, I've never grown enough hair mm. uh, on my chest to do any of those things. And uh, this is the first year really where I could almost grow a beard. And I'm uh, still almost. Yeah. Anyway, had it for about two weeks. Had to shave it off to get a photo shoot done. And I have now. It's, it was a bit silver on the on the end. Yeah, yeah. But when I shaved it off, I realised something terrible. Is that it came off as Neapolitan because the bottom layer when I shaved it off was like dark, but then the next layer is ginger, and then the next layer is silver. So like when I shaved it all off together, it literally came off in rows of different colours. Yeah, right. Like I was... Also the worst Neapolitan yeah. I've ever heard. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's right. It's, yeah. it's strawberry, yeah. vanilla... Oh no, it's strawberry, vanilla and chocolate. That was kind of what it was. That ginger? Was a, ginger, okay. It was kind of... It was like a cheap Neapolitan. Because yeah. that happens to me as well. 
good. Oh, mine's, I've got greys and yep. reds and blacks in there. Why does... Uh... You're a melting pot of... Yeah, yeah. You're, you're <laughs> America circa the 1900s. I don't know why that, I don't know why that happens. It's, I, don't, I don't know why that is either. It's weird. It doesn't happen on your head. No. No. Be quite cool. You know, <laughs> all those yeah. colours. Different colours. Yeah. Like that would be a good look if you went. Like everyone's like, ah, oh, he went grey. But yeah. imagine if like, he went like multicoloured. <laughs> like, that's more intriguing. Going grey is like this majority of people yeah. like, oh, he went grey. <laughs> but if you were, like, he went oh blonde. God, yeah. He's got hypercolour. <laughs> <laughs> the dude's a kaleidoscope now. Have you seen his head? It's brilliant. He went ginger. Yeah, it's like a United Colours of Benetton out. <laughs> <laughs> All the hipsters are doing it. <laughs> uh, did you have a good Christmas otherwise? Your parents must have been wrapped when you told them. Uh... Uh, our mum was over the moon. She was uh, wrapped and um, yeah, the family were they, yeah, yeah, happy. So I'm going home this weekend to see them. And now, then the, you know, then the baby talk starts. Yeah, right. So that's the next when's question. The, when's the baby? No, happen? literally, they just baby talk to each other at oh, Christmas. That is. You come to aeroplane. You know. You know what, baby? Baby, the little kitty. I'm gonna say I've got a I've got a fear of baby talk. The way people have a fear of spiders. <laughs> I think it's disgusting. It always baby talk always makes me feel. Oh, poor little Jackie was in the disgusting. It's disgusting. The baby talk. It just makes my skin crawl. Poor fuzzy Jersey was in. Oh, have you ever had a girl do baby talk to you? What do you mean? You know, while you're while you're making love. What? And they they do baby talk. No, doesn't happen. While you make, it has happened. What did they say? Ah, I don't want to go into what they said. <laughs> well, you know what? It wasn't that far removed from that. That is a cute little peepee. Yeah. <laughs> little Justin, all excited. Oh. <laughs> Does he want to stick his... <laughs> yeah. You know what? I'll be honest. I'm going to stop that there. You know what? In all honesty, it disgusted me so much, I put my money on the table and left. <laughs> I was never been back to that kindergarten. They're all awake. For legal reasons. There is two dollars sixty. So, so, so yeah, does Kel want kids? Uh, she is. Uh, yes, I believe I've talked her into it. Because I she remember wanted, reading. She never wanted kids. I, yeah, because I there was you, you did a thing in the uh, was it the Sunday Herald Sun was it? Was oh it? yeah, about her. Yeah, not wanting kids yet. Yeah, that's right. And so she. What, what, what thing? What did you do? You didn't go to the papers about this. <laughs> he did go to the papers. Lemo says. Go to the papers. Pa- page three. Big I picture did. Lemo She's looking like, really sad. I'm taking this to the Herald Sun. <laughs> so I just did. And a, they reported it. Yeah. I did a story about how she's really in, like, fucking has this unusual love of animals and how yeah. she supports all these animals. And how mo- it was more, the article was more about how we don't have kids. But we treat our cats like they're our kids. Oh, yeah, okay. So nice, nice premise. So we've got two cats, and we call them our little girls, yep. and whatever. But when we're out with people who actually do have kids, yep. and we start a conversation, and if we fall into a situation where we're comparing our cats to kids, yep. we have to just check ourselves. Yeah, and say okay. because they're not the same. The cats aren't. Like when you have the cats like, aren't kids. Yeah, we can leave the cats alone. Yeah. 
for, for 24 hours <laughs> or 48 hours. Yeah, seriously. And it's fine. It's fine. They've <laughs> probably it, got another house anyway. <laughs> Literally, I read this article yeah, the other day yeah. about how oh, most cats have other houses. Really? Yeah. Like, it's a really high percentage. Because we've got... I know that one of our cats has another house, but I read this in this article, they were saying it was as high as like 80% or something of cats really? have at least one other house. Because we've got one of our cats that Fuck fucks off cats. over the fence. Yeah. Uh, and won't come back for... It'll come back at four in the morning. Yeah. And Kel and I are like, where has that cat been? Hey, you know it's you got another family. You know you can get it's GPS... on Draper. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you can get GPS, GPS trackers for your cats. Yeah. Oh, put them can, on the collar. And you can get the cameras when you see what they've been up to. Oh, uh, yeah. i got Apple Maps on my cats and my cat is on the moon. Yeah. So, <laughs> that's exciting. <laughs> Timely Apple Maps joke. Because <laughs> I can't get my computer on the moon. By the way, if anyone's been keeping score, it, yes, it, it's still happening. It's still ongoing. Will's battle. I turned it all off, and I thought that might help, and I unplugged everything. Mm. Um, but I just can't get the, it to recognise the mic. So you... I just don't know what to do. You've forced it. You've it's only been... Uh, I've only been doing this for three hours and 20 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> well, so you'd hate to think that you get it at So I could have almost watched The Hobbits. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, so uh, Liam, I was talking about comparing kids to cats. Yeah, so this is so this is why I wrote the article saying that we've got, we've got cats that we treat them like they're our kids. We call them our girls. And, yeah. You know, you, you, uh, I don't really remember you being uh, a cat kind of man. No, I wasn't at all. Yeah, not in the not in the slightest. Yeah, until Kel introduced these cats to me, and, and now I love them. And and what won you over was it uh, their personalities? You know, their distinct little personalities, or the fact that um, if you were to make this relationship work, you better love the fucking <laughs> I cats. Love the fucking cats. Because you don't want to be that guy. You don't want to be I, that guy who's, who starts yeah, seeing someone new and then oh, says, yeah, Oh, yeah, fuck, yeah. get your fucking cat out. Oh, oh man. Yeah, she's got a cat. Well, the cat's on the bed. Yeah, that's what cats do. Yeah. And I have a white cat and black clothes. Welcome to my world. <laughs> yeah. Is- oh, the, I tell you what, they shed some fucking food, don't they? Yeah. Jesus Christ. Mate, I, a- I literally go out sometimes with more of my cat on me than the cat has on me. Yeah. By the way, I've gone to a corporate gig. guy dressed as a snowman. I went to a corporate gig last year and I run up to the bedroom and I'm putting my suit on. I take the jacket out of the water and I throw it on the end of the bed. Yeah. Where the fucking black one sleeps. Yeah. Right. Put on my the black shirt. cat races. This is really Pull up my tie. I grab my jacket. I throw it on. I jump in the car. I take off. I get to the gig. I look down. My jacket. Look, I, it looks like it's made of cat fur. Yeah. It's a fucking joke. So did you keep it or did you try and fix it? I tried to shake it out, and then I was explaining to some. I think there was a girl at the gig who got like some masking tape. Oh, or yeah. something and right. patted me down. Yeah. yeah. Which was quite nice and enjoyed the attention. Yeah, yeah. nothing going on here, Kel. <laughs> nothing going on this here. Is, you actually started <laughs> this. This is you. I can point the finger at you. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I do, but I have really warmed them. I like, I like the, you know, getting attention from a cat is a win. Yeah. You know, because cats don't give it up like dogs do. Yeah. So when you get a bit of love from a cat, you really feel like you actually feel loved. Yeah. And you can also. Uh, Whereas dogs just give it away. Yeah. yeah, I always say, like, you know, dogs are an ecstasy. 
You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Dog's just like, oh, I'm so glad you're here. Let's do something. This is brilliant. Let's do something. I'll look your face. I'll look your face. This is brilliant. You are the best person. I love you. We will always hang out. This is the best. You haven't even really done anything for me. But you know what? You are just fucking awesome. I love you. So can I look your face again? I'll look your face again. Hang on, I'm going to bite you. Is that too much? Sorry. I'll look your face again. Throw something. Can I chase it? I need some water. I do need some water. Can someone please get us some water? That sounds like hammo and ecstasy. Yeah. I was about to say, that's from uh, Will's new uh, self-help book. Dogs are on ecstasy. Cats are on pot. Yeah, you know, well, you're cats, like, no. Cats you're are like, just a bit more like when you win them over. They're just a bit like, yeah, okay, this is a thing. I, I, and cats have to trust you before they'll... Uh, give you that attention you know you, you'll love this Will just talking about dogs <clears throat> friend of mine seriously asked Bondi vet Chris Brown oh yeah and this and I really loved he was on my plane today Bondi vet oh was he yeah maybe he's on the project tonight um but anyway <laughs> good digression good digression <laughs> yeah um the this podcast has facts. <laughs> it's not recorded on my expensive uh, equipment, but it has facts. But it has facts. Someone said, a friend of mine said that BondiVet.com, Chris Brown, how long is a dog's memory? As a serious question. And he said, why do you ask? And she said, because I leave the house yeah. and I come back to the house five minutes later and the dog carries on like I haven't seen him for a year. Yeah. And... You know, which is a really beautiful yeah. thing that you get this attention from a dog. And he just kind of, and I can't specifically remember Brownie's answers, but he just said that dog's just happy to see you. Yeah, uh, yeah. and the, the thing that you have to do, because uh, now I have a dog as well. Uh, I'm both a dog and a cat person now. How long have you had a dog for? Uh, Christmas. Oh, really? But what dogs you, are not just for Christmas. No, they're not. They're for life. What, what did you get? Uh, French Bulldog. Right. Yeah. Uh, so and got it a uh, Bulldogs footy membership already. Uh, the pet membership. So, yeah, no. so that was. So good. there you can get a pet membership. Yeah, get a pet membership. I think you can get it. Hawthorne. You can. Okay, right. Okay, I'm gonna sign the cats up. What am I thinking? Yeah, exactly. Irony. Oh, God. Yeah, so I, I didn't sign the cats up to the Bulldogs. I thought that was weird, but I did sign my Bulldog up to the Bulldogs. But I'm going to yeah. sign the cats up to the Hawks. Um, uh, but my Bulldog does like watching cricket, which I've enjoyed. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah, she loves it. She just, like, as soon as it's on, she won't look at me. She, like, only... Yeah. She, I mean, she likes the, uh, the 2020 Big Bash League, not the Test Match. <laughs> I feel like it's not a commentary on her forms of cricket. I think it might be a commentary on one has like bright clothing and flashing lights, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. and the other one they all just dress in white and stand around. <laughs> One's a bit busier yeah. than the other one. So I feel like it might be that, but it seems like she's made a cricket choice to me. How old is it? How old is the dog? Uh, her name's Ramona, and she's uh, about ten weeks now. Yeah. So are you taking her to puppy school? Uh, training. She can't go to puppy. <clears throat> she can't go to puppy. We're puppy homeschooling her because uh, oh, we have yeah, some right. interesting ideas about religion that we feel like she <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. and she can't have traditional medicine <laughs> no uh, no, she's going to go to puppy school but she's got to get her last lot of um, immunisations before she can get be around uh, right, other okay. animals so that's, I think that's like next week or the week after or something and then you take then you take, then you take her to puppy school right so, so we're trying to teach her already to like you know to wee outside does and she, toilet does she and stuff. poo and wee everywhere at the moment well, not everywhere. She's not a rugby league player. She's <laughs> like, a bulldog. <laughs> you don't let it in the pool. <laughs> it's, um, she, she, um, uh, she knows like to go out to the grass at the back of the house to, yeah, right. to have a wee. But yeah. she's still, if it's night time and the door's shut, she just goes, well... 
I'm not holding on. And what about just here? What about yeah, here? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <nice. laughs> Apparently, you guys just pick it up if I do it here. So, well, let's try that for a while. So why yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah nice. Because I want to get a dog as well now. Yeah. Yeah. May as well. I feel like once you're engaged to be married, like any of those like sort of things yeah. that you d- delayed doing because you thought you might have some crazy independent life, yeah. you just give them up. Yeah. Get some pets, have some kids, whatever. Yeah. It's not like you're getting to fuck anyone else. You might as well fill your time. We're renting a house, though. <laughs> <laughs> Plan some holidays. Yeah. Get some hobbies. You guys are going to hang out a lot. Yeah. You will need someone else to distract you. Yeah. You need to walk the fucking dog. You so you can hang out with the cats. There'll be times when you just be so fucking grateful that the dog needs a walk. You know what I mean? Get that shit in it's there. It's true. <laughs> Couples do spend too much time together these days, yeah. don't they? Oh yeah. Remember back in the remember back Especially in the day with when, the technology the way it is. Remember yeah, you, you know you're I mean? never apart. Yeah. Remember Jesus back in the Christ. day when people actually got excited about you know, got really, really everyone got really, really excited about getting married and the guy would turn around that the older deceased wife walking down and he'd go, Oh my god. But now you see so much of each other when the guy turned around. Yeah. Looks like he's looking at his watch pointing. Yeah. Like, the fuck have you been? Yeah. yeah. Come on. I'm paying this photographer by the hour. <laughs> exactly. And uh, I've had everyone waiting backstage to do a Gangnam style wedding viral video <laughs> so I can claim this whole thing for the project. <laughs> <laughs> Where the fuck have you been? Oh. Now, uh, we are coming to the end of the battery, which is oh. also uh, yeah, perfect is. timing because. Literally a couple of minutes before uh, I mentioned this, uh, Will has given up. Yeah, I get uh, that. You started pulling I, everything apart. I really did, yeah. yeah. I mean, you know what? In some ways, this has been better. <laughs> Not in the ways we would have hoped. <laughs> <laughs> but in some ways, <laughs> this has been better. Yeah. You know what the great thing about this is, and I'm not sure whether this will be played either before or after this thing. It doesn't really matter. I can decide that. But, you know, and people listen to podcasts in weird orders anyway. Some people listen yeah. you know, backwards, whatever. So it doesn't really matter. Point being is that I've been trying to get this podcast going now for uh, about six weeks. In fact, I was hoping to launch the first episode at Christmas but I decided I'll get try to get the equipment working first so I knew how to record it all the time yeah. and then I could do it whenever I wanted to do it so I flew to Adelaide to record with Justin and I couldn't get it working so we recorded one on his tiny little uh, uh, machine that yes. will come out at some stage and then because uh, we said oh well it'll be fun it'll be an extra thing that you can put in you, once you learn how to record the thing here's a bonus yeah. episode that people will get so this podcast now has two bonus episodes <laughs> and no actual episodes. We have done so much bonus. Yeah. Oh my God, the bonus you people are getting. Yeah. You don't have anything yet, but you have fucking shitloads of bonus. When, when Will this release nothing but added on extra. Yeah. It's like you've walked in to buy a car and yeah. you've walked away with free air conditioning. Yeah. Yeah. No car. Yeah. You no car. just have car air conditioning for free. No, remember? Yeah. When the- <laughs> you have mufflers and air conditioning. And <laughs> and the DVD player in the yeah. back. Yep. No car. No car. We're going nowhere. <laughs> All right. Um, uh, Lima, you got anything to plug? You want to plug anything quickly? Uh, oh, what am I doing? I'm not doing a Fringe or Comedy Festival this year. Uh, if you're in Melbourne, Gold 1043. Oh, yeah. uh, in the mornings, yeah. Breakfast uh, with Bridget Duclos yeah. and myself here. It's a very funny show. And, uh, and I think they, do they podcast it? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. so Gold Mono Four Three podcast. There you go. People can listen to the podcast. Tune on in. Easy. Yeah. Or Limo Twenty Three on Twitter. Oh yeah. Get nice on board. One. Justin. Uh, you can check out my podcast. Can you take this photo, please? And uh, you know, I'll just be doing gigs around town. Actually, I'm going to be I'm compiling uh, blogs of every gig I do this year, <clears throat> so you can check those out if you want to see what it's like for a comedian doing a, a year's worth of gigs. You can check that out, justinhamilton.com.au. With the set list. With the set list. Yep. Pictures. Nice. Brilliant. Absolutely brilliant idea. Um, uh, we have an email, officialfofop at gmail.com, all the other things are through the traditional tofop uh, websites. I am on tour uh, in America, probably, when you hear this. Uh, so if you're in America uh, and you think I might be coming near you, willanderson.com.au are the dates. But I'm going to um, New York and Minneapolis and uh, Denver and uh, oh, Vancouver Comedy Festival uh, for any Canadian listeners. And then, of course, uh, for the Australians, I'm in Adelaide, Brisbane and Melbourne with my new show Goodwill so that's on sale at the moment as well so willanderson.com.au for all that Uh, thank you for listening to this bonus episode of a podcast that at this stage does not exist (laughs) 